Welcome back to the Marshfield First Podcast. You can find our sermon audio right here each week where you can subscribe, download, share, or leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This January, Pastor Rich's sermon series is called Beyond Us, Outlive Your Life. Well, we finally made it. Finally made it to Christmas Day, the, the, the day that we've been working for a while. Now, I know some of us have different philosophies of how we um, handle and, and the way we do Christmas. And what I mean by that is some of us have philosophies like the Christmas tree can't go up until after Thanksgiving. And for years uh, in our family, that's the way it was, that we had to wait and get through Thanksgiving. And usually Luke's birthday is, is December 1st, and so we would wait and get after December 1st and before we would s- set up the Christmas tree and do any decorations or anything like that at our house. Now, we know that doesn't stop the, the retailers. We know that uh, in, in, in some ways we see Christmas before Halloween uh, at Walmart and, and other places. I don't know what it's like in your house and when you decide, if you've got a hard rule of when you can set up the Christmas tree and when you... 2020, that changed for us. You know, you'd been stuck inside for a while. You weren't going places. Things were just different. And so we got somewhere early November and we just decided to set up our Christmas tree. And... um, We've just continued. So if you come to our house in November, you're probably going to see our Christmas tree. Some of you will probably be offended at that. Um, But that's just the way it is at our house right now. And that's subject to change um, based on whatever Angie decides. But we've been waiting for this day. We've been looking for this day for so many reasons. So many reasons to, to, to give gifts, to celebrate with family, to, to gather at the table, to, to have conversations with friends, to, to see family you only see once a year, to travel, to do various things. We've, we've looked forward to this day. Today is the day that the king is born. Today's the day that we celebrate the king being born. We've been looking at the the first chapter of John throughout the the month of December. And we've been looking about how God came to dwell among us. John starts in chapter 1 by saying, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It tells us that that Jesus, who is the word that John is referring to, he's talking about Jesus, that he was there at the beginning when everything was created. That's who Jesus is, the, the son of God. We celebrate the incarnation of Jesus, God's son, coming to earth, being born in a stable, laid in a manger, wrapped tight with swaddling clothes, probably anything they could find. And there, the king of kings was born. We look to John chapter 1, verse 16 through 18 today. And the scripture says, Indeed, we have all received grace Upon grace from his fullness, 
for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only, the Son who is himself God and is at the Father's side. He has revealed him. Last night in our Christmas Eve service, we spent a lot of time thinking about the word, the idea that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He comes to live inside of us. He, he has come to be with us. You know, the presence of God, I believe, is probably the, the greatest manifestation of our relationship with God that we have. The, the fact that God lives inside of for all those who believe, for all those who have surrendered to Jesus, he dwells inside of you. Where you go, he goes. And you have the promise, he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's not going to turn his back on you because he is faithful. That's who he is. From, from all of scriptures, we find the faithfulness of God. We see how God was faithful to the people in the Old Testament. We see how God was faithful to fulfill his promises. We, we see how God is faithful to keep his word. And his presence with us is what sustains us. It's what fills us with joy. We sing joy to the world. We, we think about joy this time of year probably more than any other time. You see, joy is not happiness because that's circumstantial. Joy comes from Jesus dwelling with us. In these verses, John tells us, he says, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. In Christ, you have received grace. Grace is something you can't earn. Not even on your best days can you earn grace. It is God's gift to you. God's grace is available for all. It is God's gift to all people. John tells us that we have received grace upon grace. And I want you to know this morning that God's grace extends to every single person in this room. We'll see how that goes. There is nothing you can do. Your best days won't bring God's grace. Like the day at work when you solve the problem that nobody else can solve. Like everybody's been, been scratching their head. They've been trying to figure it out and, and nobody can figure it out. And you just have this aha moment and you're not even sure where the answer came from, but you just say it out loud and everybody looks at you like, where did that come from? Not even on that day can you earn God's grace. You see, our sin has separated us from God. John writes these words. We've been talking about this all month. John writes these words because he wants 
all people that will hear and read these words to believe in the one and only Son of God. He tells us we have received grace upon grace from his fullness. Verse 17 says, for the law was given to Moses. You see, God gave the law to Moses, and and that was uh, how God was drawing people to himself. And, And we have in the law of Moses, you know the Ten Commandments, or you know some of the Ten Commandments. Don't steal, don't kill, don't cheat. To love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. To love your neighbor he gave us the Ten Commandments in Moses, and, and, and that was how God governed his people. That's how God was drawing his people to himself. And they had the sacrificial system. When, when they would break the law, they had to have a, a redemption. They had to have a payment for the sin, and so they would sacrifice the animals on the altar. And the blood would be shed so that sins could be forgiven. So we had the law of Moses. And then Jesus came. And once and for all, he became the sacrifice for all mankind. The grace upon grace. Nothing you can do to earn it. Nothing you can do to uh, save yourself. It was the grace of God. And I think one of the biggest challenges that some people have is they know all the things they've done. They know all the things they've thought. They know all of the things that they've said, and they recognize how far that falls short of a person God would accept. And so every time they think about trying to get right with God, there's a little video recorder that plays. It says, oh, yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. And what I want you to know today is you're right, you can't, but neither can anybody else. Neither can that person you've put up in your mind and says, you know what, if I could just be like them, God has to love them. Even if you did exactly everything they did and thought everything they thought and said everything they said, you would still be separated from God because that does not meet the mark because they too have sinned. The grace of God says you can smash that tape recorder. You can throw away those videos when you truly come to him and repent and open your arms and live a surrendered life trusting him. When you repent You can smash that tape recorder. You don't have to carry it around with you any longer. Why? Because God did. Because God did. The scripture says that he promises to forgive sin. John said Jesus came and in the fullness he brings grace Upon grace. Verse 18, it says, No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is himself God, 
and is at the Father's side. He has revealed him. John says, no one has fully seen God. No one has had a, a clear view of God. Now, there were times in the Old Testament, we know when Moses was up on the mountain receiving the law, he was in the presence of God, but he didn't look on God. We know there were times where, where God would show himself, but it wasn't a clear view picture of God. And Jesus came, who was God. The image of the Father. This morning as we celebrate Christmas, I want you to know that God has sent his one and only son into the world because of love. And you know, as we've gone through these verses, a lot of these verses relate to how we put our trust in God and, and we, we trust him for salvation. But there's a lot of truth in these verses for those who are in Christ, for those who have already believed. You see, believing is not just a, a one-time event in your life. Yes, I believe the scripture teaches that um, when you come to faith in Christ, that, that you are saved, you have salvation in him. But he calls us to follow after him. And every single day, there is a renewing of our belief. There is a renewing of our faith as, as we take steps, as we take up the, his cross and we follow after him. We, are, we have to renew our belief and our trust in him. Because I believe God's got a purpose and a plan for your life. Paul tells us that he's created you uh, with good works to do. He's, 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 he's given you mission and purpose. And we have to renew that belief. And we do that until the day we leave this earth. Every single day. Walking in faith. Taking up his cross. Living a surrendered life. And I like the way John says this. He says, he is sitting, or he is at the Father's side. John's writing this gospel after Jesus has already ascended into heaven. He's walked with them. He's talked with them. And, and he's, he's uh, died on the cross. He, he rose from the grave. He, he, he showed himself to the disciples. He showed himself to men and women. And then he ascended. And he kept giving promise. He kept telling his disciples, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And those early disciples, I believe as John wrote this, he, uh, he, he thought maybe today's the day that Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. I want you to know that one day he's coming to fulfill that promise because he is faithful. One day he is coming back. And we should live with wonder every single day like is today the day. Just like little kids on Christmas morning. Today's the day. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Wake up. Long before you wanted to wake up. We should live 
with that same awe and wonder of joy. Maybe today is the day he's coming back. John wrote this, this gospel and he believed with all his heart because he heard Jesus say, he saw Jesus say, one day I will return. So all of these words that John writes about believing in the one and only son of God is about salvation. It's about being, finding freedom from your sin. It's about being made right with God and resting in that and, and recognizing that the work that Jesus did on the cross is finished. And resting in his grace because you can't earn it. You don't deserve it. But he gave it. Just like some of the Christmas presents my kids are getting, they don't deserve some of them. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're gifts because I love them. And the gift of Jesus is a gift because he loves you. Every day, we live in awe and wonder. Is today the day Jesus is coming back? I told the kids my favorite Christmas verse is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. With this many people in a room, I'm confident. There's some of you that have been trying to figure out how to get to God, or they've been trying to figure out how to make your life work, to put all of the pieces together. And I want you to know, without Jesus, those pieces don't fit. The puzzle's broken. Without Christ, the pieces just don't fit. But the good news is, all you have to do is receive the gift. Believe in Jesus and turn to him. And you can rest. You can find peace. You can find hope. You can find joy that you so desperately want to feel again because of the love of Jesus. Along with the new year, we hope your Bible reading plan is underway. It's not too late to join us for our New Testament plan. We just want our church family spending time in God's Word and prayer each day in 2023.